Listen, you know why you here, and I know why you came. Let's not play no games and get straight to it. This is The Power of the Vessel, a podcast for the spirit. Glory be to God, man. You hear me? Glory be to God. God, you don't understand. Today you will be rising to a grand blessing. Even if it's just listening to this podcast and gaining understanding so you can run with God closer, so be it. But if you want more than just this blessing, please speak to your father because he's ready to receive his child's word so he himself can provide the needs and the wants of the child that he has adopted to be his own. Come on, man. I'm telling y'all something. I'm telling y'all something. This world is filled with the just and the unjust alike. This world is filled with the righteous and the unrighteous. And you are in charge of what side you stand on. If you want to be a part of the righteous, if you want to obtain the gifts that you already have within the kingdom, please seek after the truth. You're going to have to bully your way into the truth. If you are feeling sick, if you want to be healed, if you want your spirit to finally be healed and be healthy so you can see the world the way that you want to see it, you're going to have to bully your way into the truth. When these people were trying to be healed by Christ, some people could not wait for the door to be open for them to walk through. They came through the rooftop. Glory be to God. That's where I found myself. I was knocking on the door that was not opening for me. I couldn't wait for the door to be open, so I had to bully my way inside. I had to come through the rooftop, man. I was not happy with what I was being told because it just didn't sit right with my spirit. And now that I have finally swallowed those hard pills that God wanted me to swallow, I'm finally seeing it, seeing life the way that I want to see it. The way that I dreamed it to be, I'm finally living within that dream. My reality is no more of, a, of an illusion. It's pure truth. It's holiness because God himself are, is showing me and teaching me. And that's why I tell people, let God teach you. Don't be afraid to run to God. And as you're running to God, there's going to be shadow areas in that walk that seem scary, but embrace it. You hear what I'm saying? When I was walking towards God, it was like, I didn't have that that benefit of having a spiritual friend that was more spiritually inclined than me. You feel me? It's like if you go to the doctor or you need to go to the doctor, but you have nobody to drive you. You have to drive yourself. And then you get to the doctor and the doctor's like, okay, we got to perform surgery, but you don't have nobody to hold your hand. You hear me? And, but you're still you're still having to prep yourself for this surgery. You still have to strip down. You still have to change garments. You still have to go through this. And then when you when you come out of this surgery, you're still underneath this this drug that is, you know what I'm saying, helping you transform and heal through the process that you just went through, but you still have to drive yourself back home. And it, and it's still blurry, but you know eventually it's going to wear off and you're going to see it clearly, but you're still leaning on faith that you don't crash course. You hear me? That's how I felt spiritually. But I made it through it all with the help of God guiding me. 
And that's why I'm so big on people running to God. Because his truth, his pure truth is going to kill all the lies that we lived by. All the lies that we adopted to be the truth. I, I understood that life for me was different. And I understood that at a young age, but I didn't want to be different. You hear what I'm saying? So I tried to blend in, but every time I tried to blend in, God would push me away from what I was trying to attach myself to. And that was a hard pill for me to swallow. That was a hard pill for me to swallow because I would always ask God, why, why is this for me? Why, why is it like this for me, but nobody else? And he told me, he told me, because I want you for me and nobody else. And I'm going to be real with y'all. I was saddened by that because at the time I didn't think nobody else was going through what I was going through. I didn't think I would ever find nobody that was like-minded. But then as I read the scriptures, I realized God has scattered us abroad. Scattered us abroad. Put us in certain areas of the world that we don't even belong to. But we had to blend in until he was ready for us to stand out. We had to walk amongst the darkness until it was time for us to shine. You hear what I'm saying? And I was saddened by that because I didn't think nobody would ever be able to relate to me. The things that God was showing me in the spiritual, after I started to fast, meditate, and pray the right way, I didn't think nobody could relate to it. But I still said I don't care because I'm bearing witness to the truth. I'm living in this dream that I have dreamed to be, and now it's my reality, and I'm no longer living in an illusion. You feel me? I'm understanding that the illusion is not my reality. But I'm making it my reality based off of how I speak. And I'm fine with that because now I know the illusion is aligned to my spiritual life. Am, am I making sense so far? That's what I'm trying to tell y'all, man. You got to bully your way to the truth. You have to. And once you understand it, it's already understood. Once you understand it, you're going to realize it's always been understood. And now you're embracing the things that man told you not to embrace. And now you see why they don't want you to embrace it. That's why I'm fine where I'm at. Because I know this is where God wants me to be. And this is where God can find me. Where he can speak to me clearly and I can see him and feel him vividly. Anywhere that I look in this world, I see God now. The world looks different to me. I'm understanding that every time that I go to sleep and I wake up, I'm waking up closer to the version that God needs me to be. Closer to becoming the greatest version of me so I could glorify his name the way he needs it to be glorified. I feel it. I know it. And that's why it's like my family, because I know that we have been scattered abroad, I realize now that our earthly family is not our actual spiritual family. Because we have been adopted. We have been adopted to be God's child. And once you understand who your father is and his truth and knowing that the world is his and now is yours, you walk different. You act different. You talk different. You see different. You hear different. Everything is different. And because of that, people, 
people are going to look at you different. They're going to treat you different. They're going to make you think you are living wrong. They're going to make you think that you are living wrong. You hear what I'm saying? But you got to trust in the truth and trust in what God is showing you. I was on live a couple, I think it was a couple days ago. And somebody came into the live and they was asking questions, trying to get me to debate them. You feel me? But it was like they said something about the disciples like, Oh, so you denying Peter and Paul or something like that. Something, some, I'm just summarizing. But I said, I would deny the disciples before I deny Christ. Because I know for a fact it was Christ and the teachings of Christ that led me to this level that I see God on. That I bow to God to. You feel me? I would deny everybody before I deny Christ. And, and when I said that, when I said that, it was so, like I meant it. You feel me? Like I meant it. And I know a lot of people's like, what? So, so you're you're bashing the disciples, and I'm I'm not bashing the disciples, but as I look at this world, I realize that the world follows more of what man speaks and not what Christ Jesus spoke, and that makes a big difference. And that's what I found. And that's what I embrace and I accept that when I was following what man was telling me, I, I, I didn't enjoy life. When I started following what Christ was speaking to me, I started to see the life I wanted to enjoy. Glory be to God. And that's why I go so hard about Christ's teachings and how Christ spoke and how Christ walked and what he was trying to explain to us because it's going to make a big difference for that person that is walking towards the Father and seeking after the Father because the things that you think are sent to hurt you are actually sent to support you. I said on live, I re man, glory be to God. And this is why I tell people, lean on your spirit. Lean on your spirit because your spirit holds the truth. I said in live, I said, even in the darkness, you still have light. Even in the darkness, you still have light. The darkness still holds light. When you understand that light is Christ and darkness is Satan, and I say that, it's like they... They don't, they're still trying to figure out the whole truth. And I understand what Christ went through when he came being the light amongst the darkness. And why they called him darkness and called what they knew light. You feel me? And it was like, that's why I don't get upset when people make me seem evil. Because this is the same way Christ felt when he came with the truth. But when I said that, they say, do you even read your Bible? And I laugh at it now because it's like, you have to understand. You have to understand. When you allow God to teach you, he's going to show you things that's not in the scripture. And then you're going to go back to the scripture and see what he told you in spirit. And when I said that, when I said that very line about the darkness, I go back and read the scripture and, it, 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 and he shows me. Because I always tell people, I don't want to be that one that is leading God's people astray. They already have enough people doing that. 
I don't want to be the one that is is misleading or spreading the truth in a way that God is going to perceive it to be a lie. You feel me? And if that day comes, I always pray that God shuts me up. I always said that. So after every live, it's like I go back to God and say, how did I do? And to do that, I go to the scripture and I'm just reading. I'm not looking for nothing. I'm just trying to educate myself because like he said, you have to make it a daily task. And then I come to Psalms 139. You feel me? 139. And, and it, bro, come on, man. 139. Verse 11, it says, if I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. Yeah, the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to thee. You hear what I'm saying? This is David talking to God, letting God know I understand the truth. That the darkness and the light reside with you reside with you see the darkness is not a part of god but it still resides with god and see if you understand that the light is christ and darkness is satan and you understand they're both hand in hand and i and that's something that hinders people when i speak the whole truth that's why when christ came speaking the whole truth they didn't want to accept him because how he was speaking was against how they were taught but christ did not take it a, a he was not offended by that. I don't get offended because I understand that most people are still walking amongst Satan because the Jeroboam effect. That's what I call it, the Jeroboam effect. And if you understand Jeroboam and what he did, then you understand why people are thinking the way that they're thinking and they're going to be against you. You feel me? They're going to be against you. They're not going to see what you see. They're not going to be able to understand it the way that you understand it. Because they still walk amongst the darkness and they think their darkness is light. Glory be to God, man. And it's just so much. There was a verse that I seen about um, what I, Isaiah said about um, they make the, the, good, the good bad and the bad good. You feel me? They make the light dark and the dark light. And it's all because of how they were taught from the Jeroboam effect. And then this is the thing. When they said what they said, when they had asked me the question about um, the disciples and denying them. And I always said, if you read Paul's letters, you can see how Paul went from having the Holy Spirit to losing the Holy Spirit, to gaining the Holy Spirit back, to losing the Holy Spirit again. And it was all because he was doing things out of frustration. Glory be to God. That's why I always try to tell people to pass your, to pass your test, man. To pass your test. The best thing you could do if you don't know what to do is not to respond. You hear me? If, you, if, you are, if you're being led into anger and you know you're about to get angry, just remind yourself, lock, hold on to that last thought to remain silent. To remain silent. And people are like, oh, so you just now sing Paul. No, I'm not. I'm actually praising what God did with Paul because it shows us the difference. It shows us the difference, but how it's still the same. How, how, even though Paul had light even in his darkness, 
and he didn't even recognize it. God can make you think that you're living and you're sleeping. God can make can do the impossible, but if you see it spiritually, you're going to be grateful for how you're living, and then you're not casting judgment on nobody else. You feel me? Do you understand what I'm saying? Listen to, listen to this verse. I'm going to break it down to y'all, man. This, this comes from Jeremiah chapter 9, and I'm going to get to this point. Chapter 9, we're going to start with verse 12. It says, who is, who is the man so wise that he can understand this? To whom has the mouth of the Lord spoken that he may declare it? Why is the land ruined and laid waste like wilderness so that no one passes through? And the Lord says, because they have forsaken my law that I sat before them and have not obeyed my voice or walked according to it, but have stumbly followed their own heart and has gone after balls and their fathers taught them and how their fathers taught them. That's what God says. I'm going to get to a point. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go further. And this is what I'm saying, man. When you understand the truth. You become the truth. You become the words that you read, even before you read them. And that's how you know you're living in your truth. When you always lean on your spirit and you trust the Father to speak, just like he spoke through Moses when he was talking to the Pharaoh, and the Pharaoh thought he was speaking to Moses, but he was actually speaking to God. Glory be to God, man. Only some going to understand, man. We're going to go down to 23, man. Thus saith the Lord. Let not the wise man boast in his own wisdom. Let not the mighty man boast in his might. Let not the rich man boast in his riches. But let him who boasts boast in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who practice, practices steadfast love, justice, righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, declares the Lord. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. And this is why I'm trying to tell people about the darkness and the light still works according to God's plan and why you being on the right hand in the light should not fear the darkness, but know that the darkness is still working to help you shine your light better for the purpose of God's will and purpose, not just for you, but for him. Glory be to God, man. You hear what I'm saying? You, do you hear what I'm saying? So when people are running to the disciples, to try to get me to seem like I'm con contradicting what Christ spoke. That's why I say I have to, bro, I have to deny it. I have to deny the disciples when I'm speaking on what Christ spoke. Because Christ made the disciples. The disciples didn't make Christ. You feel me? So when they run into what Paul said to try to get me to seem like I'm misleading, I have to glorify to God because they... They're still helping God glorify his name and understanding that Christ's teachings were true and how Christ was being treated. I can bear witness to now because look how they're treating me. And that's why I'm telling anybody when you know the truth and God is telling you to spit that truth, spit it the way that God is telling you to spit it. Speak on it the way that God needs you to speak on it and don't alter it to please man. I'm a, in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, Paul is angry. And when you are led into anger, you say things out of anger that you don't mean. And because you're angry, you're not paying attention to the things that you say. You hear what I'm saying? 
And that's why God wants us to remain calm at our calmest state when we hear him. Because when you hear God clearly, it makes sense. Even when you're about to get angry, you can hear God telling you to calm down. You're about to give in to your wrath. Calm down. You hear what I'm saying? And if you would give in to your wrath, you're not paying attention to that Holy Spirit. You're not paying attention to your comforter. You're not paying attention to your higher self that has been through this scenario that you have just walked into in the flesh. And it's trying to help you. And see, Paul, he becomes frustrated. He's angry that he's not getting the praise that he feels he deserves. And what does God say? Don't praise yourself. Let others praise you. Don't do it for the public. Because if you do it for the public, you will reap your reward. But if you do it for me in private, I will praise you and reward you openly. Summarizing, glory be to God. And in verse 11, the first, the first statement, he said, I wish you would bear with me in a little foolishness. Why? Why? You understand what I'm saying? Do bear with me, exclamation point. For I feel a divine jealousy for you since I brought you to, to one husband to present you as a pure virgin to Christ. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? These, these are the... Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? The people that see you standing with God have the same spirit that Paul had to try to sit here and say, I know Christ better than you. I'm, uh, the elders that try to make you feel like because they're older than you, they know more than you. You feel what I'm saying? When you telling them that you walk among you, you walk with Christ and you're standing with the Father, and they make you feel like you didn't get to the Father through them, they feel some type of way. They become jealous. They become foolish in their acts because they see how wise God has made you to be without their acknowledgement, without you holding their hand. You feel me? That's just that's just that I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna let that be. And then he starts talking about Satan. And this is where people, this is where people get this whole thing that, you know, Satan is, oh, he's evil. And he said, go down to verse 13, he says, For such men are false idols, deceitful workmen, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ, and no wonder, for even Satan disguised himself as an angel of light. So it is no surprise that his servants, also disguising themselves as servants of righteousness, their end will corrupt to their deeds or correspond to their deeds. My bad. But that but that's what I'm saying. We can't forget what side Paul was on before Christ came and said, why do you prosecute me? You hear what I'm saying? That's why everybody's sitting here saying because of what Paul said out of anger. And what led Paul to this anger now they're now they're thinking Paul was still in the spirit of the holiness. Darkness is Satan, but it's still from God and works for God. He holds those that don't want to walk amongst the light. You feel me? But how he's speaking about it, because he's saying these people are false apostles. You feel me? Because they're talking about Christ, but he doesn't know of them. So he's trying to say that, oh, how can they talk about Christ? They're not from where I'm from. Like, how do you know Christ didn't put it on somebody else's heart to speak? You feel what I'm saying? And this is just Paul. He said, I repeat, let no one think me foolish. But even if they do, accept me as a fool so that I too may boast a little. 
Now, what did God just say? What I am saying with this boastful confidence, I say not as the Lord would, but as a fool. Since many boast according to their flesh, I too will boast. He said, but whatever anyone else dares to boast of, I am speaking as a fool. I also dare boast of that. Are you Hebrews? So am I. Are you Israelites? So am I. Are they offsprings of Abraham? So am I. Are they servants of Christ? I am a better one. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? This is why I'm trying to tell y'all. This is what I'm trying to tell y'all. You can't throw the stone at nobody else but yourself. If you're allowing people to make you hinder where you're trying to go, you can't get mad at them. If you want to know the truth for yourself, God has already told you where to find it. Through the teachings of Christ. Glory be to God, man. Times is different. Everybody is moving differently. But you cannot use them as an excuse. That's the hard pill to swallow. It's all on you. It's all on you. And a lot of people don't even see how Christ was speaking because they're not walking in the spirit that they need to walk in to see the element that Paul was in and the spirit that was on him at the time. Darkness was using Paul in that very moment. And he still was in the light. You understand what I'm saying? And he still was glorifying God to show you what happens when you lean on your own understanding. And he was confessing it. I told y'all so many times, and I will always tell y'all, when you walk in the spirit, when you live in the spirit and you listen spiritually, you will always hear the truth. The spirit cannot lie. The spirit cannot lie. And this is why I try to tell people, forget about the titles that man is trying to put on you and listen to the title that God has given you. You are a child of God. You are a child of God. When I was going through this journey, man, that was the biggest thing. Understanding my element, understanding who I truly am. I had to leave the flesh all the way behind. I had to leave the people that I wanted to love behind to find who I really should be loving. And that's God. When my brother, you know, I had a conversation with my brother. And this is the only family member that I deal with because of what we both been through and what we could relate to. And I see what they're doing to my brother. But I still can't help my brother because it's an individual spiritual task and journey. I could only give him words of encouragement like Moses did for Joshua. Stay encouraged. Be encouraged and know that God is always going to be with you, right? That's all I could do. And when we were talking, I told my brother, I said the same thing. I said, you got to bully your way to the truth. He said, well, that means I got to start rocking with the family. I said, well, stop rocking with them. He said, well, that may include you too. I said, glory be to God. Don't let me hinder you where God wants you to be. Don't let our brotherly connection stop you from connecting with the one that made us brothers in the first place. Glory be to God. I said, this ain't the first time that you did this, though. This ain't the first time we had this conversation. 
I said, you, you stopped rocking with me before. He said, yeah, I stopped rocking with you because I seen you moving in a way that I wasn't used to. So I got out your way. I said, glory be to God. I said, God moved you out my way because I was bullying my way to the truth because I was not satisfied what people were telling me. I wasn't satisfied with what they were feeding me. And you synced it. You caught it spiritually and you listened to your spirit and moved out my way. And I said, now where I stand and live off my faith, you know God is real. You know God is real. From what we've been through, it all adds up. But somebody had to get there first so, I, so they could look back and tell everybody else what path to take. You feel what I'm saying? And when, when I was having this conversation with my brother and he said that, I talked to God. And I said, God, I need you to give me understanding of this current situation. Now, I understand what's taking place spiritually and the attacks that are happening. I'm prepared for that battle because you prepared me already. But what I need to understand is, do I need to jump into this water or do I need to stay on this dry land? Is y'all hearing what I'm saying? Is y'all hearing what I'm saying? I had a dream. And in this dream, there was a situation that was that happened and people were being attacked and I was coming through. And as they were being attacked, everybody stopped. And I wouldn't, I wanted to know why the fight was happening. And I had to go inside this house, but somebody was trying to stop me from going in this house. And I said, no, because I know there's evidence of why this fight has happened because nobody's going to tell me the truth. I need to see it for myself. And I'm watching this tape. And on this tape, there was a part where there was a fight that started. But you're thinking, if you looked at this part of the tape, that this is what started the fight. And as it was playing, somebody was trying to push me away from watching the rest of the tape. But I pushed them out my way and I watched the whole tape. And then I seen another part that nobody else seen. And I said, oh, this is what started the fight. And the person that was trying to make me not look at the tape was trying to tell me to remain quiet. And I was like, nah. And the owner of the house comes in and everybody else is being scared. So they're trying to scatter from out the house. But I look at the owner and I'm like, yeah, I'm just in here trying to find the truth. You know what I'm saying? Look at this tape. And he's like, oh, you good? Keep looking. Glory be to God, man. So I'm still looking at the tape. And then I'm trying to show everybody else. But what I seen in that tape, I couldn't find it again. But there was only a few people that watched the tape with me that seen it. Before the whole group came in to see it. You feel what I'm saying? That's where the mysteries reside at. There's things that only people going to bear witness to. That God's going to show only them. That we can only say amen to. That everybody else is going to say, oh no. Show me in scripture. This is the mysteries. I can only show you by taking you to God. So he could show you himself. There's a lot of people that run outside the kingdom because they know they don't belong in the kingdom. And you're getting access into the kingdom because you're allowing them to walk in with you. But when you stand in God's presence, they flee from you because they know they were never supposed to be amongst you. Glory be to God. You're seeing the truth for what it is, and they can only see the truth for how God allows them to see it. You feel me? And when you walk amongst the battle, the battle stops because your presence hinders it to con from continuing. 
That's why you're always under attack. But you never fall from the attack. You can't fall. You understand what I'm saying? You can't fail. If you're going to fall, you're going to fall into a blessing. You got to understand that you're a child of God. Glory be to God. You have to live. You can't die. You have to live because you have to declare the works of the Lord, the truth. You understand what I'm saying? That's why, that's why I'm trying to tell people, live life to the fullest. You are good. You are comfort. While you look around the whole world and they fighting, that has nothing to do with you because you've seen the truth that they have not seen. And they're still fighting off the scene that people showed them and not the scene that they should have seen to know that this fight is not needed. Later on in the dream, there was a water, uh, a puddle of water, but in this water, there was a fish. And I, I stepped down to save the fish and I put it in, his, I think it was like a cup and a bag of water. And I was about to walk out, but I said, hold on. I'm still in this man's house, mind you. And I said, hold on, this ain't my fish. And I put the fish back in the water because I realized, why am I taking something out of somebody else's house? If this person say they believe in God, then they have to lean on God. They have to get through it. And as the I, when I took the fish, the man was still standing there and he was looking at me. And that's what made me put the fish back. That's my fish. And that's why I have to look at my brother. Even though that's my brother, that's God's child. You hear what I'm saying? I am I ministered to my brother, my my father's child, by giving him words of encouragement. By letting him know the test that he was going through. And it's up to him to win that test by doing the same thing I did a week before. You hear what I'm saying? The answers are always going to come before the test. And if you study yourself approved, you will always pass the test. You will always pass the test. And like I explained before, somebody got to get to the front so they could turn back and tell you what path to take. And that's what I told my brother. I said, I was just through this last week. And you're going through the same thing I went through. The best response is no response, bro. That's the way that you're going to do it. And he was like, I can't. I can't. And I told him, well, I can't do nothing about that. You have freedom of choice. But I can't put a gun to your head and make you believe. You got to bear witness and remember what you've been through that got you at this very moment. Glory be to God, man. And then the dream that I have, it, it, was, it was a lesson for me to know because I told God, I don't want to turn my back on somebody that you want me to face. I don't want to walk away from somebody that you led me to, to to help. And when he gave me that dream, he said, it was like you were saying, you helped enough. You helped enough. You was willing to take on his burdens, but I don't need you to do that. I don't need you to do that. I need you to keep bearing your cross for my name. I need you to keep doing what I asked you to do. Glory be to God, man. And as you listen, you got to listen to your spirit so you can keep doing what God asked you to do. Don't lean on your own understandings. Don't fall into the aspect like the disciples did to become a man pleaser and become frustrated because people are not understanding you from the angle that they need to. 
You hear what I'm saying? Lean on your spirit. Lean on what God is showing you because you may have a different garden to tend to than them. And that's what Paul did not understand. That's what led Paul back into the darkness, even for that moment. He didn't understand that everybody is placed in certain divisions, even amongst the body of Christ. You hear what I'm saying? Don't allow somebody to lead you back in your foolishness where you have to walk back in the darkness where you can't see clearly like the wise man can. Don't boast because you see everybody else boasting. And you see that as an opportunity to do the same. No, continue to glorify the father the way that the father want to be glorified by rejoicing and being glad that he set you apart. That he made you different. That he called you to be a particular treasure for his mission and his purpose and his will and his business. You feel me? Be fine with the fact that it's no longer about you. And even because it's not about you, he makes it about you because you make it about him. Be happy at that. That you don't take gratification and spinning in the aspect of I, but in him. You hear me?